0: When the truth is censored and patriots are vilified, we become the resistance. I'm your host, Will Johnson, coming to you from behind enemy lines and the socialist-occupied republic of the USA, a message to my brothers and sisters in the occupied states. The chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. Paul has a fake mustache. Paul has a fake mustache. On today's show, I want to talk about the meeting of the Washington State Board of Health on January 12th, titled Washington COVID Detainment Emergency. That's right, folks. You can't make this up. I'll say it again. The meeting is titled Washington COVID Detainment Emergency. Okay, can you believe this? Now, this is from a flyer that uh, they released regarding this um, meeting that's actually going to be a virtual meeting that you can go to if you go to the Board of Health's website. So, the Washington COVID detainment emergency on January 12th at 9.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m., the Washington State Board of Health will discuss applying current infectious disease Washington administrative codes to include COVID-19 for all Washington State residents. Here are the listed policies that they're going to address. Number one, allowing local health officers to use law enforcement um, to force an emergency order to involuntarily detain a person or group of persons, families, to be isolated in a quarantine facility. Following refusal to voluntarily comply with requests for medical examination, testing, treatment, counseling, and vaccination. These specifics come from the Washington Administrative Code 246-100. Number two, including the COVID-19 injections as a part of school immunization requirements using Washington Administrative Code 246-105. Now, as we know, these injections are not what they seem. And I want to go back here. For those of you that are over 50, um, you will understand what I'm about to talk about. But for people that are in their 20s and 30s, you probably don't remember or have never been taught in history classes about the Nuremberg trials. Now, the Nuremberg trials took place after World War II in Nuremberg. October 1946 to April 1949, and part of what they were um, discussing in these trials, and they had uh, what they called the doctor's trial, which talked about permissible medical experiments. Because, as some of you know, the Nazis experimented on the Jews uh, without their permission. I mean, they just had them in these camps and they would drag them into a medical facility and they would do horrific experiments upon these people. So this is from a transcription of those trials. The Great weight of evidence before us is to the effect that certain types of medical experiments on human beings, when kept within reasonably well-defined bounds, conform to the ethics of the medical profession generally. So see, they wanted these experiments to conform to ethics of the medical profession. The protagonists of the practice of human experimentation justify their views on the basis that such experiments yield results for the good of society that are unprocurable by other means or methods of study. Now, this is what we're hearing right now. This is for the good of society. You should take this vaccine, whether you want to or not. We're doing this for your benefit all agree however that certain basic principles must be observed in order to satisfy moral ethical and legal concepts now here are the what are known as the nuremberg codes number 1 the voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential this means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent Should be so situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without the intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other ulterior form of constraint or coercion, and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements of the subject matter involved as to enable them to make an understanding and enlightened decision. This latter element requires that before the acceptance of an affirmative decision by the experimental subject, there should be made known to him the nature, duration, and purpose of the experiment, the method and means by which it is to be conducted, all inconveniences and hazards reasonably to be expected, and the effects upon his health or person which may possibly come from their participation in this experiment. The duty and responsibility for ascertaining the quality of the consent rests upon each individual who initiates, directs, or engages in the experiment. It is a personal duty and responsibility which may not be delegated to another with impunity. So see, if you're reading this and you're hearing what I'm saying regarding this, it's saying that we must be able to give our consent. And before we give our consent, we need to know everything about this experiment, the nature, the duration, the purpose Um, the inconveniences and hazards that could be expected. Now, this is the one thing that we know about the jab is that it is still in the emergency use authorization by the FDA. It has never been tested. There have never been long-term studies on what would happen. And as a result, we are seeing people um, have cardiac arrests, uh, develop Bell's palsy, many side effects. Now I'm no doctor. I'm simply observing what is happening in the world in relation and in reaction to this jab. So don't be thinking I'm giving any medical advice here. I'll put this disclaimer out right now. There is no medical advice being offered here. What I am offering is historical insight into the Nuremberg Codes, which were Nuremberg trials were basically crimes against humanity, war crimes. Um, The people on trial had committed crimes against humanity, and now we are seeing the same thing happening all over the world in countries like Australia and Austria and in the Netherlands that they are using coercion, that they are forcing these people to be injected without their consent. And this is what is wrong with the whole nature of all of this. And this is truly an experiment on humanity. And I will venture to say right now, these constitute war crimes against humanity. And these people that are forcing this, especially the uh, government leaders are forcing this um, upon their people, they should be on trial for war crimes. And yes, that's my personal opinion. But if you dive into the history, especially of the Nuremberg trials and these Nuremberg codes, you'll see that people like the Washington State Board of Health do not have the right to involuntarily detain a person or a group of persons and families to be isolated in quarantine facilities and force them to comply with this fax. They do not have this right. And as a side note, the governor of Washington has been using emergency powers now for nearly two years. Think about that. Nearly two years now that he has been using emergency powers to, um, basically put out these mandates that they're calling laws. They're not laws, they're mandates. And those mandates cannot be forced upon the American people. We have the right to liberty, right? Right. That means to be able to come and go as you please. That means to be able to go to church. All these things are spelled out in the Bill of Rights, and these things I will discuss in future broadcasts. In fact, I'm going to be reading uh, the Declaration of Independence. I'm going to be reading the Bill of Rights and the Constitution, and also I will be reading from the Federalist Papers, which were documents that... um, were written to the state of New York and others by our founding fathers to describe why they were building the declaration in such a manner where the dialogue came from and what their intent was with the declaration. And then later the constitution of the United States in summary, folks, I just want to say these things need to be stopped cold. When a Board of Health is determining that they have the power to involuntarily detain you, to detain your family, and throw you into a quarantine camp, this is no different than the Nazis throwing the Jews into internment camps and forcing these medical experiments upon them, which yielded the Nuremberg trials, and out of these trials came these codes. And I'm going to read number one again from the Nuremberg Codes one more time. The voluntary consent of the human subject is absolutely essential. This means that the person involved should have legal capacity to give consent, should be so situated as to be able to exercise free power of choice without the intervention of any element of force, fraud, deceit, duress, overreaching, or other ulterior form of constraint or coercion, and should have sufficient knowledge and comprehension of the elements of the subject matter involved as to enable them to make an understanding and enlightened decision." This latter element requires that before the acceptance of an affirmative decision by the experimental subject, there should be made known to them the nature, duration, and purpose of the experiment, the method and the means by which it is to be conducted, all inconveniences and hazards reasonably to be expected and the effects upon their health or person which may possibly come from their participation in this experiment. The duty and responsibility for ascertaining the quality of the consent rests upon each individual who initiates. That means the doctors. That means the big pharma behind it. Anyone that is directing that these people be engaged in the experiment. It is a personal duty and responsibility which may not be delegated to another with impunity. And this is what the Washington Department of Health is trying to do. They're trying to delegate authority to local health officers to use law enforcement to force an emergency order to involuntarily detain a person or group of persons, meaning your families, to be isolated in a quarantine facility following refusal to voluntarily comply with requests for medical examination, testing, treatment, counseling, and vaccination. This is absurd. This is the United States of America. Our country didn't go to war against Hitler and the Nazis to stop these experiments, to stop the genocide of the Jewish people, to let this happen in our country, to allow socialism and communism rise up in this, the free republic of America. This is absurd, folks. We'll get more into this in future broadcasts after this takes place, this meeting. I will be listening to this in the Zoom meeting um, you can find the links to the Zoom meeting again on the Washington Board of Health website. This meeting is taking place again on January 12th at 9.30 a.m. and will go until 3.30 p.m. It means they've got a lot to talk about. So I suggest, folks, that you tune in and then you share this. You talk to people. You talk to your friends and your community and your family and especially those of you that find themselves in Washington State, I suggest that you spread this everywhere that you can so you can get as many people watch listening, excuse me, to this Zoom call so that you're informed of what the State Board of Health thinks they can do to you, the American people. For now, this is Will Johnson, the host of the Resistance Podcast, and I hope you'll tune in again tomorrow when we'll be discussing what's going on in Kazakhstan and the Ukraine, because today uh, we have NATO meeting with Russia, uh, as well as U.S. um, ambassadors meeting with Russia to discuss what is happening on the Ukraine border and what's going on in Kazakhstan. I hope you tune in, and I'll leave you with this. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and cause his face to shine upon you. Be blessed, and God bless America. End of transmission.